Hey, we were born into this world without shoes. So what happened? Good morning, everybody. On this episode of the All Around Growth Podcast, we're going to talk about barefoot living. And as we talk about it this day on episode number 25, October 27th, 2020, we're going to talk about my history with barefoot living, minimalist footwear, and how that fits into the outdoor lifestyle that I lead. Good morning. It is, like I said, October 27th, almost November. It's chilly. Mornings are getting colder. They're staying darker longer. Daylight savings time is right around the corner. And we are headed into a fall season, which makes barefoot living even a little bit more strange of a concept to think about. But after walking the dog and engaging in my morning routine, like I normally do, I thought that this would be an appropriate thing to talk about on this fine morning. And whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, I hope that this podcast finds you well, wherever you are, whatever you may be doing. And hopefully, at the end of this podcast, you will also be incentivized to give a shot at some barefoot living and try and integrate some of what we talk about into your own lifestyle. Because my experiences with barefoot living, minimalist footwear, and uh, all of the things that we're going to talk about today have ultimately resulted in a healthy, positive, and beneficial change in my life. So, now that we are down the very long driveway, let's get into the meat of the subject, shall we? All right. So, as I dug into this a little bit this morning to assemble some show notes, I stumbled across an article from Time Magazine. And the article was titled, These are the healthiest shoes to wear, according to scientists. And seeing as I am a proponent of science, and seeing as we are talking about barefoot living, I wanted to see what the scientists had to say about shoes. Because it was actually shoes that got me to thinking about minimalist footwear 10 years ago and ultimately going barefoot again as an adult in the modern world in which we live. And for me, that is a world that revolved or involved a lot of activities outdoor. So how did that happen? And what's that story like? Well, I suppose that we can get into all of that by examining a little bit of my 
current barefooting habits and my history with barefooting. And I'll be honest with you, it is not much. It's not that extensive. And um, the whole barefoot aspect is kind of new for me. So why, like, why the interest? It's, it's kind of a weird thing. Well, uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know why I do a lot of the things that I do and why I go down the roads that I often find myself going down. Yet, here we are. So I first began experimenting with minimalist footwear about 10 years ago when I was living in California and before I actually got well it's it's sort I'm so let's I'll try to do my best to share all of my experiences in a way that makes sense but um, Well, the, the, the easiest way for me to start is I was running, okay? I decided that I was going to run a marathon. And when I made this decision, it was not very long after I was at the unhealthiest point in my life. I was, by the time I moved out to California, I had dropped a few pounds and I had also recently quit smoking, but I was still pretty heavy. I was definitely above 250 at the time that I moved out there. And, um, and I remember when I first, when my girlfriend and I first moved to Laguna Beach from Costa Mesa, how exhausted and tired I was from just doing a half a mile trip. At any rate, I digress. When I started running, I started experiencing um, shin splints and, and, and issues, problems with my knee, my IT band. And I began to explore why I was having some of the problems that I was having, some of the injuries that I was having. And I realized that much of my problems and pain resulted in poor running form. And like many of us, what I was doing running was called heel striking. So that, and what that means is with your gait, as each leg goes forward, your feet are striking the ground with your heel first. And over time, I discovered a, a program called Chi Running. That's like Tai Chi. Uh, and that is a program by Danny Dreyer, who's based out of Asheville, North Carolina. And then I also stumbled across something somewhere that exposed me to the idea of minimalist footwear. And the idea was that if you were wearing minimalist footwear, your gait or your stride would change by default. 
because you, you simply can't heel strike wearing minimalist footwear, or you can, but if you do, you will naturally want to change your gait, and this is something that I began to try. So, I read a book called Born to Run, which is a book on the Tarahumara Indians, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but the book is called Born to Run, and it's an awesome book about these Indians that lived in Southern California, Northern Mexico, Baja, all of that. Uh, maybe not the Baja, I don't know. And I began to go down this path of exploring and trying different minimalist footwear, and I got so minimalist that like Vibram Five Fingers weren't minimalist enough. So I found a company who was doing a Kickstarter or GoFundMe or something called Bedrock Sandals. And I supported that and managed to get their first iteration of, I forget what the name of this style of sandal is called, but it's a, got a strap that runs through your toes and the very thin sole, six millimeters maximum. So I also began experimenting with zero drop shoes and I was buying different kinds of shoes to try to wear zero drop boots and shoes all the time. So the first, one of the first boots that I got for work because I, I, it, was a, it was a mandatory thing that I had to wear boots, right? So Vivo Barefoot, a company called Vivo Barefoot, a shoe manufacturer made a couple different kinds of boots and one was called the Tracker. The first iteration of the Tracker that I bought, the sole kind of sucked. I mean, I wore these boots hard and I wore them good and they were okay, but um, when I read some reviews about the second iteration of the boot, I tried that one and that one still holds up relatively well. Um, I still have it. I don't wear it all that often, but uh, in addition to the Vibram Five Fingers and my Bedrock Sandals, yes, I tried that. I also had a minimalist type shoe from Merrill that I found at a used gear sale somewhere. I didn't really take to wearing that one too much, but um, after a while I kind of got out of the minimalist thing. Um, especially when moving back here. So I, I feel like when I moved back to Ohio, I lost a few years of my life. You know, it's like I discovered permaculture and then I went down some weird deep wormholes that sucked a few years away from my life. And that was kind of weird and unfortunate. And normally I think people discover something along the lines of permaculture and it is a good thing, a healthy, positive, and beneficial contribution to their lives, but I allowed it to um, dominate me, my, my thought process, and my ego, and utilized it as uh, something to 
continue comparing myself to others with and through and that ended me up in debt a few years ago and basically got me to the point where I was earlier this year well a few years ago where which was sick and tired of being sick and tired when I began to focus on my debt I began to focus on the things that were important to me and that culminated in this podcast and ultimately a return to being barefoot. So why why is it, you know, why, so why? Like why? I I have found that when I go barefoot, I am more in tune with my surroundings my experiences running barefoot, or at least in these minimalist sandals, were the best. I was in the best shape of my life. I was forced to run differently on account of the ground feel and the actual environment that I was in. I was much more mindful of my surroundings. And I think there is something to be said for this barefoot state of mind and um, I'm actually going to make a note of that real quick and uh, when I get up here to the stop sign barefoot state of mind okay um, so Yes, there's something to be said about a barefoot state of mind and just an increased and improved mindfulness of your environment, your surroundings, and everything that you take in through your feet, which is considerably more than what you would if you were wearing shoes all the time. So I think that that is something that translates to the rest of life and it sort of has become an applicable thing to learn or an applicable thing to you know implement in all matters of life so again I've linked to that article from Time magazine into showing off what the healthiest shoes are and they are indeed these minimalist shoes science dictates that shoes or the lack thereof or shoes that mimic your natural approach to walking barefoot are indeed the healthiest to learn more about barefoot living you can check out the society for barefoot living of which i will hopefully become a member i was i've been participating in this facebook group for quite some time but there is also an email list that you can subscribe to and be a part of on barefooters.org. Check that out. All these links for everything I'm talking about will be in the show notes, along with my backstory, my uh, barefooting habits, and my history. And I would encourage you to check that out if you find yourself interested in barefoot living. You know, 
working outdoors at a nursery, working on a homestead, all of this stuff is a little challenging at times because I feel like I need to be in shoes to protect my feet with and for a lot of the things that we are working on. But it also sort of makes a case that I should try to find a pair of pull-on boots for the next time that uh, I have to buy a pair of work boots. I've been buying these King Toe boots from Red Wing and the boots are great. They allow me to wear these correct toe spacers. And that's also something I forgot to mention is that when I began wearing some of these other shoes and boots, I was wearing correct toe spacers to help correct some of these issues with my with my feet and also one other thing I wanted to drop real quick before shutting it down here this morning was ultra running boots um, or ultra trail shoes it's a zero drop shoe that I decided to try this year and I was very pleased with I was just very pleased with the shoe. Now they're not the most durable. They're not as durable as a leather work boot. I assure you that. But for a zero drop shoe, it's all right. You know, it's all right. So yeah, hopefully there was enough information here about barefoot living to take away and implement in your own life. If you're into it, I would even if you're not into it, I'd suggest you try it. Go outside your comfort zone, try something new, and you might be surprised at the results that you'll experience from it. All right, that's it. Have a great day, everybody, and try to make someone else's day great as well. Thanks. Bye-bye.